0: Talk land, a land education talk show devoted to learning about land and farms, buying and selling and ownership, especially for real estate agents and realtors. Hey, learn from the experts, guys. This is free land, land education. Hard to find out there. Hi, my name's Lou Jewel, accredited land consultant, broker, owner of Land Pro Real Estate. Our office is at 207 East Main Street in downtown Pilot Mountain, North Carolina. We serve all your real estate needs in western Piedmont, North Carolina, and southern Virginia. So give us a shout, guys. We'll help you out. All of our shows are dedicated to the Realtors Land Institute staff and members. Our national website is www.rliland.com. Now listen to me. In our real estate industry, we have commercial brokers, we have property managers, we have homes, international, and so on. We are the land group, the land folks. Uh, There's 2,800 members approximately, and there's 650 in our 79-year-old organization that carry the Distinguished Accredited Land Consultant uh, designation. We know how to play the game. We're highly educated in what we do, unlike anybody else in the country. So if you're wanting to buy land or sell land and farms, okay, go to our website, find the nearest RLI member or LLC preferably, but our RLI members are also educated, and uh, we'll save you money. If you're buying and we'll make you more if you're selling, www.rliland.com. Hey, we'd like to thank our sponsors, landhub.com, buying or selling land. Landhub.com is the place to be. And AcreValue.com. that's an incredible site reaching owners, land, farm sales, and current listings nationwide, and it's free. Hey, we'd like to welcome our guest this morning. Our guest is Alicia Jarrett. Uh, Welcome to the Let's Talk Land Show, Alicia.
1: Pleasure
0: to be here. Oh, I know. I've been wanting you on for a long time. Hey, where are you calling from, Alicia?
1: Well, as you can tell by the accent, Lou, I'm not local to the U.S., so I'm actually calling you all the way from Australia. And uh, it's, uh, I think if we can be technical for a second, I'm, I'm actually calling you from the future because it's, uh, it's Thursday over here. So for anyone listening, the future's looking pretty good.
0: All right. I thought you maybe were from South Carolina or Charleston or something like that. So thanks for correcting me. <laughs> so how about giving us all a little? The way from the Yeah. How about giving us a little picture on who you are, what you are, what you do, where you're going, how you got there, all that good stuff? Because yeah. you've got a great, great. I'd rather yeah, you do absolutely. it than me. Thank you, and,
1: and thank you so much for having me on. as oh, well. And for everyone listening, thank you so much for for tuning in. Lou, I was. Would- very impressed with your introduction about your, your sponsors and your organization. You know, you are a absolute wealth of experience. Thank um, you. But this show not about you. It's about me. So. That's right. <laughs> not my show. It's yours. <laughs> so let's jump in. So a little bit about me, Lou. So, um, yes, I am an Australian. I've been investing in real estate in the U.S. now for just over seven, eight, seven to eight years. I can't believe where that's gone. It's gone by way too fast. So everyone out there listening, I was one of these people that started in single-family homes. I did some fix and flips, and I went to the dark side, and then I saw the lights, and I switched to vacant land about six years ago now, and I have not looked back. Um, vacant land's been amazing. So we do vacant land mainly in Florida. Um, we buy, we sell, we hold, we do entitlements, um, we do a whole range of things on that. We sell a finance. And I'm really passionate about vacant land and and what it can do. Secondary to that, Lou, so we've got a vacant land business and we do that from the other side of the world. But we also work with a lot of real estate investors, realtors, brokers, anyone like that, that wants to work on their marketing for vacant land and any other asset class, to be honest. So we're really passionate about this business with connecting buyers and sellers and you know, looking at how people do deals these days because there's so many more opportunities out there to, to do deals in really interesting ways and, uh, and by helping sellers out and by connecting buyers to their new properties and um, it's really exciting. So yeah, we've got a couple of businesses in the US, one doing the vacant land, one doing like data, marketing, all of that stuff and, uh, and we're just growing um, year on year. We just keep going, which is really wonderful. So I'm super excited.
0: Wow. I, I'm going to go ahead, and I was going to wait and ask this question a little bit further in the show, but um, I, I'm just curious, and I'm sure my our listening audience uh, might want to know this too, because the question is, where do I invest in real estate? Commercials kind of in a in a downturn right now for different reasons. Um, homes, you know, they're kind of coming down a little bit too, and then of course land, land stables, it's always stable. Uh, but how many pieces? Just in, in your mind, imagine how many pieces. Uh, are involved in buying and flipping a house versus buying and flipping land.
1: Oh, okay. I, so I, I got me, you on that
0: one. I got you. I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna ten X it. So you know, <laughs> buying and flipping land, um, you've got your, your your major processes when it comes to the acquisition, and then your due diligence, and then the disposition. So let's just say there's, I don't know, a hundred steps in there, Lou, because um, we we go.
0: this all the time in my land classes i mean it's it's a whole different psychology a person buying a house is so much emotion to it uh you know got to move there's a, my pet's buried in the backyard i want to take this bush this mirror all this stuff okay and then you got if one deal falls apart you've got three contracts up and down that fall apart or you have to renegotiate yeah and it just it just drives you crazy why would you want to do that Versus land, you're dealing with more sophisticated people usually. Okay, I'm talking about acreage land. I'm not talking about lot land. And um, and uh, they have a home, Alicia, and probably paid for it. They got a mortgage. The land is an investment. I use the word investment land synonymously. And um, and uh, they're out there looking for recreational land, investment land. Well, it's all investment, timber land. You know, if somebody says, you know, they always say, how do you make money in land? You can't make money with land. Just, just contact me. I'll send you 86 ways I've identified that you can make money with land. So, that, you know, that's a misnomer.
1: Hey, that's what amazing.
0: What, so why don't you just do business in Australia? Oh,
1: that's a million-dollar question, Loon. Let, let me break it down to a couple of uh, key things. Please. So we, we did look to do business here, and, and I have been a real estate investor here in Australia for more than 20 years, so I've got some properties here. But. Here is where anyone listening in the U.S., you guys need to pause for a minute and be super, super thankful of where you live and how you can do business. Because in the U.S., we've got access to data that we don't have here in Australia. So in the U.S., I can find out, as you know, Lou, who owns the property, who were the last 10 people that owned the property, how did it transact, Um, is there any liens on the property, what HOA is it in? What's the quality of it? Uh, is there a, a loan on the property that um, that the owner has? Um, how many are on the title? I mean, the list keeps going. I can oh, it's find out anything and everything about yeah. that property, yeah. right? In Australia, you can find out about a tenth of that. I wow. might be able to find out the owner's name, but that is it. It's not the done thing to then get that information and call. like a license what to steal
0: that's a license to steal So and part of this journey that you're on and your partner, um, how did you decide the U.S.? Didn't you guys do some research in other countries, and if so, what were they and Why? door dolly now huh (laughs) paint that canvas or Picasso or my my, my,
1: canvas
0: yeah my old boss Peter Max I worked for him and love him still love him today Uh, famous artist in New York but uh, wow did you did you look at any other countries at all or you just kind of fell into the U.S.
1: Uh, we, we kind of fell into the U.S. but what's been interesting since then because Not only do we, as I mentioned earlier, we've got our land business, but we've also got our marketing business that helps people all around the world. We've got customers in nine countries that are all doing deals in the U.S., and more than 90% of them are doing vacant land. So we've now got customers in Spain, Italy, Germany, Israel, um, South America, like all these other countries that are all doing business in the U.S. So what's interesting, Lou, is I always ask them the same question. Okay, so why are you doing business in the U.S.? Why not your own country? And nine times out of ten, it's the same answer that I gave you. The access to information is just not possible. It's not the way of doing business in that country. And the price point of entry in that country far exceeds what, what it does in the U.S. So it's interesting now how we've got customers that are in the same position as us, right?
0: Yeah. So I'm going to interrupt, if I may. This is Alicia Jarrett, and this is Let's Talk Land. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Landhub.com. Are you looking to buy or sell land? Landhub previews thousands of properties nationwide. That's Landhub.com. And also, AcreValue. AcreValue, if you want to know who owns the field down the road or what sold last year, the best place to research land, and this is for you, Alicia, is for free on AcreValue.com. Got a great show going here with our guest. Allison Jarrett from Melbourne, Australia. So, Alicia, what is, uh, what is the most memorable deals? And I'm sure there's more than one, and we could do the whole show on memorable deals, but, you know, highlight a couple for us.
1: <laughs> we so could, Lou, and uh, I've got many memorable deals, but I think one for me that, that really stands out uh, is one that we did in Hillsborough County, Florida. Um, and it was a 13-acre uh, parcel in right in the middle of Hilfra. Uh 13 acres when you've got commercial properties, one side, residential, the other side. Everything around it had been built up and we, we thought, oh, this is a gold mine, absolutely wonderful. The sellers had inherited the property. They didn't want it. They'd been sitting on it for a long time. And uh, it was wetlands. Now, a lot of people would automatically look at that and go, ooh, wetlands. And most of us know if we, if we are in that, that part of the country where wetlands are prevalent that, you know, they, they can be a no-go zone, but it's all about the research. And so we started to look into the property in more detail. This was before we got it under contract. And the seller, they weren't desperate to sell, but they were happy to work with us. So we did some research. We, we knew that the type of wetland that it was, was the same as a lot of the properties that had been developed around it. So that gave us uh, the, the clue number one, was that mm, if all the properties around it are the same wetlands, they've now been mitigated and developed, maybe we could do that for ours as well. So clue number one. Clue number two is that we went and got a survey and delineation report done, um, and, and the property itself, it wasn't like the whole thing was saturated underfoot. It, there was different areas that had you know, stable water, But a lot of it was just seasonal. And then we also found out that there wasn't uh, any protected species, any flora or fauna on the site that we needed to think about. So then we got to to work to crunch the numbers. So what would it take to mitigate the property? What are the wetland credits that look like? And we got the property under contract for $10,000. They just wanted it gone. They said, you know, just take it off our hands because we're
0: So you had 22 in it plus, plus your time value amount. Yeah. Wow. No, no, 12,000.
1: So 10,000 10, purchase price, $2,000 to put up a sign, get the survey report done, pay pay some taxes, and that was it.
0: Really? License to steal.
1: Um, they're, they're now developing the site and, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I think when it comes to doing these land deals, um, I always like to approach it from the position that, you know, everybody can win.
2: Yep,
1: um, absolutely. Because there's things that sellers don't want to do, right? They're, they're sitting on properties, They've got probates that need doing. They, they don't know where to start. They've got wetlands. They don't know what to do with them. You know, all these things that mean that the, the people owning properties are just sitting there on yep. them because they just feel stuck. So if we can help to get them unstuck, then I think that that's a you know part of the service, right? In yeah, exactly. Helping people to be rid of these burdens that they don't
0: want. I don't remember which podcast it is, but it was one of the earlier ones. Uh, your podcast two hundred and five, I believe. But uh, Mark Seelinger of the Swamp School in Raleigh. Uh, if you're interested in uh, wetlands, wetland mitigation, it's a hell of a show, and he's a hell of a guy. in uh, multiple states. So uh, just give him a little plug there. Uh, Got know I would th-
1: love to listen to that, Lou. I, th- I think you need to set- send me the link to that one because uh, that would be really interesting.
0: No problem. It's it's on the website, but uh, in podcast and Spotify. But yeah, I'll, I'll look it up and send it to you. No no problem. Or anybody else that wants to know. Um, any other memorable deals, or do you want to move on?
1: One that really comes to mind is, is a probate that we needed to do, and, and again, this is all part of the service of when you're a real estate investor, it, it's not just about the property, it's about helping people. Sure. So there was one particular probate that had uh, a number of family members involved, they couldn't agree on what to do with the property, so part of my role was really just about you know calling them and building that relationship with all of them as well, and, and what went from a property that was uh, causing a family to be at loggerheads so that they couldn't agree, I ended up helping them mend relationships with each other and and got them on a call together and some of these people hadn't spoken to each other in years and just from that phone call, not only did we sort out what to do with the property and got the probate completed, I mended family relationships and I think that that for me is also about the win-win. You know, A lot of the stuff in real estate, people are so focused on profit and doing the deal and, and running their numbers, but at the end of it, I think we've always got to realize that there's humans involved here as well. Absolutely. And if we can offer things that create opportunities for humans to be better, well, that's got to be a good thing too. So some of my memorable deals is actually about the
2: people.
0: been there, um, done that.
1: Which I think is great as well. But, yeah, I've got loads more I can talk about, but let's move on from deals because you and I could talk all day about that.
0: (laughs) Maybe for a whole week. Um, So let's uh, tell us about your other businesses with regard to data and marketing and in the land space. Uh, And this is fascinating. Uh, Pay attention. Um, Can I throw them to your website, which is supercharged, S-U-P-E-R-C-H-A-R-G-E-D offers, plural offers.com. And if you're not driving, uh, but you're listening to the show, uh, go to that website and and, and you can follow Alicia along with some of these things. Uh, It's incredible, this service. I, I, this is new to me. I've been doing this a long time. I'm most, most interested in employing this organization to uh, help our needs. So tell us a little bit about the, the uh, data yeah, and marketing. Wonderful. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Lou. So, so super touch offers. The reason why it came about was because we were just having some challenges in our own business. So as a real estate investor, it's all about lead flow and deal flow, right? Getting... Getting in touch with people that own properties, having a conversation with them, being able to transact on a property with them, and then doing what you need to to that property and getting that out to the market and and transacting, right? But we just found really early on, as a lot of other people doing land do, that, that there was just this feeling to our business that was very inconsistent. So, you know, for example, when we went and did our training on how to do vacant land, they said, look, go to the county, download a list go and do some mailings and wait for the phone to ring. And we thought, okay, that sounds pretty easy enough. So we did that. And then we got some properties under contract and we started to see some progression. But whilst we were in the process of doing our due diligence, getting those properties advertised, closing on them, doing all of these things, and then trying to find a buyer, all of that, when we're focused on that, we'd actually stopped marketing. So by the time we closed on our first couple of deals, we turned back to our pipeline and it was completely empty because let's face it, Lou, there's only so many hours in a day that we all have to dedicate to our businesses and we were just really struggling to get that consistency. And we see that a lot, even with realtors, we see them you know, going through these waves and peaks of having a good month because a couple of deals are closing and then next month there's nothing cause, you know, they're not servicing their, their pipeline. And so, what we started to look at in our business is, all right, so if we want to treat this as a real business, how would we set up our marketing for our acquisitions and our offer system to always make sure that we are marketing and creating an opportunity for our customers 24-7? And that's what we did. So, we we purely, purely selfishly, Lou, we built out our system just for ourselves. Uh, And then just through our networks and friends, people were... People were gradually looking at what we're doing and saying, hey, this whole marketing thing you guys are doing, can you implement that for us? And we went, yeah, sure. So here we are with supercharged offers where we're three and a half years in. Um, We've got more than 200 customers across nine countries, all doing real estate in the US across all asset classes. And the reason why they love us, Lewis, it's really, um, I find it very humbling and I'm very grateful every day that I get to work with so many amazing customers. But the thing is, We're a done for you service where we help you to make sure that your strategy and and you'd be one that'd be all over strategy. So what's the strategy for your asset class? What are the types of deals that you want to do? What's your numbers that you need to achieve? And then let's reverse engineer the marketing to know how to go out and get that. So doing that business design is is really critical. We then work with you on all of the data. So data is huge and, and the amount of people I know that don't, Don't really pay homage to their data or don't really understand how important data is. But more importantly, how to get that data right (laughs) and how to make sure that that data is usable um, for your marketing, usable and efficient and effective. So we then manage all of your data. And data, I think, you know, there's a lot of data providers out there that you can just go and download a list. But for me, I still see so many people that do that and they don't know what to do with the data. They don't know how to process it. So we provide that service where we are cleansing, parsing, scrubbing, enriching the data, putting things like zoning information into the data so you can pre-calculate any entitlements or forced appreciation on deals, Um, putting road access into the data, doing things like a zip code lookup for rural properties because a lot of people would download their data and if they're doing... Acreage and larger properties, there'll be no address and sometimes no zip code, um, but there's always a lat long. So we're we're doing those those enrichment elements to the data, so that as a real estate investor or or a realtor or, or a wholesaler, you've got the right data to be able to do your deals really efficiently. And once the data's done, it's about marketing. So marketing for us, Lou, is about omni-channel, omni being forever present, right? So you've got to be wherever your prospects are, whether that's direct mail, online, social media. Now, what are all the different integrations, SMSing? What are all the different elements that you need to be using and marketing to, so that your customers can do business with you in a way that suits them? I'll say that again: your customers, or so your sellers, can do business with you as a buyer in any way that suits them. Now, the the distinction there, Lou, is a lot of people will do business in a way that they prefer. So let's say, Lou, that you are the kind of person that likes to talk on the phone. So you might then have a preference in your business to always do things like cold calling or, you know, getting on the phone with people. But a lot of the times, your seller might not be a phone person. They might be more like an email person or an online person or a direct mail person. So you need to make sure that marketing is about those 7 to 13 touch points that you have with your audience that enable them to make it super easy to do business for you. And so we create an entire system around all of that stuff that I mentioned, the business design, the data, the digital marketing, which is websites, socials, online. Um, we feed that all through a dashboard so people can monitor their results. And the best thing about that I love is we do it for you because um, – I don't know about you, Lou, but I spoke about time before. Right. We've only got so many so many hours in the day, and what I want my customers to be doing is being on the phone with their sellers, their buyers, their network, and doing deals. I don't want them spending time scrubbing data, building websites, trying to get their socials underway, trying to print letters or, or manage their, their mailings. It's You know, all of that stuff you can outsource really easily, and, and that's what we do at Supercharged Offers.
0: Interesting. Wow. That's a whole lot to absorb here.
1: Um, it's a lot, isn't it? Yeah, I know. My, my, and I'd encourage anyone <laughs> if they go into the website. So, yeah, if they go into the website, Lou, there's a link there to, to get in touch with us and they can book a call with me and I can go through with them about their strategy of and course. you know, their current business and what they're looking to achieve. And I can do like a bit of an audit with them, you know, what's their current system? How's it working? What's their response rate? Um, and just look at, sometimes it's just some little tweaks that you need to do to, to get that fired up a
0: bit more. Interesting. So when you first start with a client, are you creating a profile on them through, uh, through talking? Anyway, i got to make a break here. I'm sorry, Thomas. This goes too fast. Hey, our guest is Alicia Jarrett. This is Let's Talk Land. We'd like to thank our sponsor, LandHub.com. Buying or selling land or farms, LandHub is the place to be, and I can improve it. And then, of course, acre value. Our sponsor today, AcreValue, is the only website that I need to research my land. And both of these are incredible sites. I've used them for years. Uh, AcreValue, uh, you talk about data. Uh, if you're looking for that, uh, they've got so many platforms. They just launched some new stuff here recently. So, But you can go on both of these sites. And then the thing about LandHub is they do social media. So uh, they add that to their marketing. All right. We're going to talk about your supercharged marketing, uh, acquisition marketing service for real estate investors and actually for realtors uh, too. Is that right?
1: Correct. Anybody that's doing property.
0: <laughs> so that's everybody. We got the whole world. So.
1: We, there, we, we could, there's a song about that, isn't
0: there? Yeah, <laughs> it is. You know, and it's it's there's so many gamuts, people. It's a little four-letter word called land, uh, but I always say in my classes and the other thing, if you if you add a tail to the four-letter word land and you start dissecting that tail, I mean I've done two hundred and five hours. I could do two thousand and five hours, and we still haven't covered all the things you can do with land. It or at least that's my vision of it. So yeah, uh, and uh, you know, but for you guys to put this supercharged organization together and be able to take the pieces, okay? And there are a lot of pieces involved. We talked about the you know, the house versus all the stuff you got to do and people don't show up and stuff. But, you know, land has issues too. And I've been doing this almost 30 years next year. And uh, I, even in my experience and the, 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 the number of uh, projects I've been involved in, there's always one uh, that comes up that you haven't heard of or where did this come from? And uh, that, that's what makes you get up in the morning. At least it does me. So so, so, what are the different ways to, to yeah. su- supercharge your offer's market?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question and And I wholeheartedly agree with you about the getting up in the morning because, you know, no one day tends to be the same. Which uh, You just don't no. even know what's going to come across your, your desk that day, What right? makes it exciting. Um, but um, that's a really good question. So what are the what are the different ways that the supercharged offers um, market? So I guess the first thing is before we even answer that, it's about understanding our customer strategy. So. entitlement work on it and then once that that property sells, they can, you know, profit share with us. So there's different strategies. Coming back to you when you said, I don't know, 86 ways that you can do stuff with land. Yeah. That's exactly how we approach our marketing. I love it. So it's not the same message for everyone. No. You know, we we'll even look at the data and um and with our customers there might be some ways to look at the data where we say, All right, anyone that just owns one property they're going to get this type of letter depending upon if it's vacant residential, commercial, um, acreage, et cetera. But anyone that owns more than three properties, let's send them a portfolio mailer. Let's actually reach out to them and say, hey, Mr. or Mrs. Seller, we know that you've got a couple of properties. We'd love to talk to you about all of them. Like, what's the opportunity with all of them? Do you want to do a package deal? Um, would you like to get rid of one but keep some of the others? Um, and if so, you know, could, could that be like a 1031 exchange for you where you're looking at selling off one asset and buying something different? Or and what are the different messages and things there that you can put in front of them that opens up a conversation? Right. And that's the thing about marketing. I think a lot of people think about marketing and go, oh, it's all about doing the deal. No, it's not. Marketing is about building a relationship and creating an opportunity to have a conversation with someone that then might lead to the deal. Because it's not until you get on the phone with them or start talking to them that you realize that, oh, well, this property we could do this with. You know, that property we could do that with. So it really is about um, making sure that the data informs the marketing and the marketing informs the message.
0: Yeah, and there's so many wonderful sites out there now uh, because I've interviewed most of them as they come up. I always try to stay ahead of the technology that uh, provides even data that uh, you guys could probably use. I'm not aware of, and we'll discuss that off air. But uh, but uh, it, it's, you know, I mean, I grew up where you had to go to the courthouse and pull an index card out of the filing cabinet to get the uh, property ID number and, you know, the owner's name. Well, You do it alphabetically, but, you know, then you would go to a, <laughs> a Mylar tray and pull out a Mylar, and if it's a big track, it might be three or four Mylars. These are two by three foot and they would take that Mylar and sandwich it to a yellow piece of photo paper and run it through a black light, and there is your, uh, there's your tax map, right? didn't have computers. And then you would, if you want to put the uh, topography map on it, okay. you get the Corps of Engineer map, which fortunately was at the same scale, and put it on your, your window in your office and take a pencil and draw in the contour lines. I mean, I've done hours and hours of that. It's, I mean, it's such a short time.
1: Isn't, it's amazing, it, the technology. isn't it amazing how far technology's come?
0: Are you guys using AI I in, in any of that, artificial intelligence? Are you incorporating any of that?
1: Uh, so, but We're not using AI as such because AI is about machine learning at the end of the day. So AI is about how does the intelligence become non-human to be able to do things for you, right? Right. A lot of the stuff that we do is more about automation gotcha. rather than AI. So gotcha. automation being how do you create systems and processes that can do things for you that are repeatable. Because a lot of the stuff that you do in vacant land is repeatable. The way that you pull data, the way that you scrub data, cleanse it, enrich it with zoning information, Um, the way that you have people go to your website and fill in a form and create a lead that goes to you. All of that stuff is actually repeatable. So that's about creating automation to make that seamless. Not about AI. AI for me is more about... If we were to use AI to do machine learning on how to understand demographic information to uh, pinpoint motivated sellers, you know, that's where AI would probably come into play. Okay. We don't do any of that yet, um, but, uh, you know, certainly on the horizon because it's oh, becoming bet. more of a thing, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It's interesting. Wow. Well, so are you limited anywhere in the world to provide your services?
1: Do as long as you uh, have an LLC or, or something set up in the US, and anybody globally can do that. Uh, as I mentioned, we've got customers in more than nine countries now, which means really exciting. There's so yeah, much
2: opportunity
1: out there, and yeah. um, anywhere in the world, as long as uh, you want to do business in the US, we can make that happen.
0: But you mentioned Australia with a data source. You know, ten percent of what we have here, or, or whatever the figure is, but very, very little. Can you apply? these services in your own country?
1: No, we can't. And and the main reason why we can't is uh, a lot of it's to do with privacy laws. Um, the ability to get information and market to somebody direct, you just don't have the same ability sure. to do that here. So that's why the U.S. is a really special market. Yeah. It's really quite unique. And I, I know... A lot of my friends living in the U.S. don't see it as unique, but it's once you step out of the U.S. and see how the rest of the world the does, the real stuff, world. Yeah, it is yeah. quite unique.
0: Yeah. So, the, so these countries that you're doing business in, obviously they have some type of data source, right?
1: Yeah, well, these other countries, so the, the other countries that we're doing business in, we're not doing deals in those countries. It's people in those countries that are just like me. So they're in other countries, but they are doing land in the U.S. So we don't need to worry about data for the country that they live in. Um, It's more just making sure that they're set up correctly so that they can do deals in the U.S., and that's exactly what we help them to do.
0: And this is not strictly real estate, right? I mean, your client base is is, uh, Burst, right? Or is it all real estate?
1: Uh, Most of them are real estate. We've got other yeah we've got we have had some other campaigns for people that are doing things like lead generation. We've had hairdressers come in, in the US that want us to do marketing for them. And that's because we don't just have the data for all of the the real estate in the US. We've got data for every single business in the US as well, um, which is really quite quite interesting. So you might be thinking, why would you want business data? but we've got some customers. so for example, um, we've done quite a lot of programs and, and marketing campaigns now for people that do self-storage. Now self-storage, a lot of the information about the self-storage facility has got to do with the business, not so much the property. So often that business data is, is really, really important to how successful that marketing can be as well. Yeah, but basically to summarize up the data side, we can do data for any type of property in the US, um, for anyone around the world wanting to do business in the US.
0: Gotcha, wow, that's that, that's uh, quite quite an organization. Uh, are um, affordable programs just for affordable programs just for real estate because that's your seems to be your your cog.
1: Yeah, it is. A, it's mainly for real estate, and our programs are very affordable because we do make it very easy for people to get their data and their marketing done all at the same place. Um, they don't need to go elsewhere, which is really great and it is affordable and now at the moment Lou we are just focused on real estate but we are going to be launching um, out into different services uh, throughout
0: you've got the experience and you you know you know what works and what doesn't work you know i mean you've been in business long enough to kind of figure that out yeah yeah
1: that's
0: great you know you got a great great future young lady um why did you choose to focus on reis (laughs) as a niche and tell them what reis are a lot of these services, you know, they get into business, and it blows your mind. Uh, even some of some of the land, well, very few, but I, I don't want to name them on the air. But you know, there's one uh, that's a national website, actually international, uh, based land site. But you, they've got their format. Some some geek in the back set up the format that you search by square footage. We don't sell acreage land by the square footage. I mean. 10 acres is 40, 43,000 square you know, square feet uh, plus most, but, you know, it's just uh,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> the, the hands-on experience, and that's where you guys came from. You evolved. You didn't just like, you know, oh, let's just start this and see where it goes. I mean, it's kind of, you know, you, you use your own experience to build this and then you got to support people behind you and, uh, and, and develop the program. It's pretty exciting.
1: It is. Yeah, thank you, Lou. I appreciate
0: that. No, no problem. Well, at least that's what I see from our interviews. And, I mean, this, this is why you're here. I, I'm trying to learn, too, because I'm very interested in your service, and we'll talk about that later. And I hope other <laughs> people contact you. But w- what is... What yeah,
1: is and, and I think that's just an important thing is whenever you are... I'm um, sorry, there's a slight delay on the phone line, so apologies. But I think that's a really important distinction. For me, whenever I'm doing business with someone, I want to know that they know what they're talking about. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, because otherwise, it's like, well, you know, if I had a choice to do business with someone that didn't, wasn't in that space, versus someone that is, I'll always go with someone that is. Right. Um, and that's, you know, I think that's part of what makes us a bit different to some of the other marketing companies out. No,
0: I love it. I can see. I can. I mean, I haven't that much exposure with marketing companies, but I do it myself, and the way I do it is, you know, I've been fairly successful. But you know, I'd like to expand that in my my later years. Uh, and, and, and especially for my company, my partners, uh, you know, they're a whole lot younger than I am, and this is their future. So uh, we, we definitely want to know more about what you're yeah. doing, and I hope others seek you out too and, and your partner. So what what is it that you see that the REIs do or do not do that leads them to need your service? Why, why, why would I, you know, I'm interested, but why should I be interested? Give me a plug. Oh, that is
1: million-dollar question. So a lot of real estate investors out there, um, I want to put this politely for anyone listening, but let's face it, a lot of them are probably good at doing the deals, So they're good at speaking with sellers and speaking with buyers and doing the deals. What they're not often good at is running their businesses and keeping their marketing consistent. So I come across a lot of real estate investors that are, are what I call on the roller coaster ride because they will do a little bit of marketing and then they will stop for a couple of months. And focus on the one or two deals that they got over the line, and then when they go to restart their engine, there's nothing in the pipeline. So I see a lot of people that do that. The other thing, and that's why they need our services, because we keep them consistent. You know, consistency is really, really critical in this business. About getting your leads out, your offers out. You know, creating a space online that's consistently pushing ads out, things like that. The second thing, though, that a lot, why a lot of real estate investors need us, is about their time um, and and the the expertise that, that they need in order to you know create that marketing engine that gets them get them looked at now I see a lot of people that come to us and and they have terrible websites or a terrible online presence and they don't even know if anyone's checking them out and then they come to us and all of a sudden they get a spike in their lead flow but they also can see how many people are going to their website and that the light bulb goes off where they're like I realized before that maybe people were checking me out online, but because I didn't have a great website, maybe they weren't asking for stuff. You know, it's um, it's making that point of differentiation on us as well. The last thing that a lot of real estate do or don't do that leads them to need us is about their follow-up process. So when I'm working with a lot of uh, our customers, Lou, you know, they come to us for marketing, they end up. Then they don't service those
0: leads.
1: They don't call them back. They don't nurture the lead. They don't build a relationship. They don't send out a second offer. They don't, you know, negotiate. And that's where deals are made, right, when you're building that relationship with people. So a lot of the times on my my calls with my customers, I'm coaching them on how to do that stuff well.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I
0: hear you. Wow. So are there any dangers in, in, in relationship to REIs? And if so, explain that for me.
1: doing your due diligence and um, making sure that you can market the property, clearing up any
0: Question. So is this program set up for the small firm? There's just four of us. Or is this set up for the large firm? You know, some of these have two and 300 agents. It's crazy, especially these uh, franchises. Right, that's what I was thinking. So
1: they they might not need us. But for a a lot of the smaller businesses, so we've worked with anyone and everyone from people just starting out that they haven't even done a deal yet and they just want to get up and running all the way through to people that have been doing this for years. They might have a a team of five or 10 people. You know, they've got VAs, they've got salespeople, but they want to outsource their marketing and they want to do things like a brand refresh and get themselves really consistent.
0: Yeah, it makes sense.
1: So we can work with anyone of that spectrum
0: across any asset class perfect that's the word now everybody says perfect i used to say swell when i was growing up uh with not a whole lot of time left we got about maybe four minutes or so <laughs> god Lee, this goes too fast alicia i want to move to, to one thing i'm skipping a few things that i wanted to ask but we'll maybe get back to them tell us about this land scouts that's another uh, company that you have land wholesaling and yes. investing
1: So, Landscouts. We've got um, sell.
0: to have you back on, Alicia. we got more to talk about, <laughs> and you're obviously welcome anytime.
1: Um, <laughs> we certainly
0: do. Oh, God. All right. Anything else about Land Scouts? That's a pretty good overview there. And what was the website
1: again? No, I, I just said Land Scouts. You know, I, I, just, yeah, I just want to reiterate with Land Scouts, but because we're real estate investors ourselves, we've got an active land company too, so I think that really helps us to understand how to help other people with their businesses.
0: And this is a team of people, right? Specialists in their areas? Is this a team of it people? At the yeah, Landscouts? Landscouts
1: has got, we've got, Um. yep, sorry, there's, there's a slight delay. I, I think the phone line from Australia is being intercepted. But um, yeah, Landscouts right. has a team of people that, that speak with our sellers and our buyers and they deal with our title companies. And they're the ones that there they are there.
0: Gotcha. All right. So what about realtors? Do you have services for them? Because you keep talking about investors. I want to clarify that.
1: Yeah, we do. We do. We've actually worked with quite a few realtors, um, where particularly if they've got their own brokerage or they're just an individual realtor that's got their license and want to do some creative things with with their, um, their real estate space. All the things that I've spoken about, Lou, so design for the business, data, direct mail, digital marketing, we've done that for realtors as well. Um, and, uh, and that's been really useful because, you know, realtors, essentially, you know, I look at a realtor like a real estate investor. They've got the same mindset. They're looking at how they service the sellers in, out there, that are landowners out there, that have got properties that, that they need to get rid of, all the way through to how they're building out their buy network as well. So all of the things that I've spoken about today, we can definitely do that
0: for realtors, and we have, and that's not a problem at all. Well, we're breaking up just to let the audience know. I think it's uh, it's, it's there's a bird on the line somewhere between here and Australia. <laughs> it's just cracking a little bit, okay?
1: But we, <laughs> my we, apologies, Lou. Can you hear me now? Yeah,
0: that's better. That's better. Okay, Here's right. here's my favorite question. Alicia, what gets you up in the morning besides your cat's?
1: Yeah, my cats are definitely the first thing to get me up in the morning. What gets me up in the morning is my ability to help people grow their businesses. So I love that every day I get to, to work with people all around the world that are building businesses around this real estate niche of, of vacant land and they're getting creative with it. And, you know, we're, we're building out these long-term sustainable businesses that really are um, providing a service to, to the market in, in the U.S., which, which I love. So that's what gets me up in the morning.
0: I love it. It's sort of like what gets me up is my radio show, and my and, and teaching. I love to teach and share and and help others learn, just like you do. And you, you know, do you do you do yeah. classes at all?
1: I don't. No, I do a little bit of coaching with our customers as they're going along. But um, I, I would love to say that I, I'd I'd love to do some more training and coaching and and stuff in the future and teaching because my background is actually in public speaking and teaching. Right, so. Right. I've definitely got that in my blood, Lou. So maybe we should stay in touch on that. There you go,
0: and you got a podcast too, right?
1: Uh, I don't have a podcast yet. I have been on over fifty podcasts, but I'm I'm looking at starting my own soon.
0: Well, let's get it going. You got a lot to share. I do. (laughs) All right, we're going to wrap up here in a little bit. I'm I'm missing Rodney, but that's okay. We'll get going here. Um, Any last comments you'd like to make for our listening audience? and like I said, we're gonna have you back on because you got yeah. so much stuff. Please.
1: Oh, thank you, Lou. Um, I guess any last comments is really just to say to anyone listening that if you are already in real estate, there's nothing wrong with getting on a call with me and just doing a really quick audit on your strategy, your results. You know how you're utilizing all the different omni-channel marketing mm-hmm. channels out there. Um, that's a lot. Isn't it? omni-channel marketing channels? But how you're using all of those different opportunities out there to create more space within your your business for more opportunities, more deals. You know, I'm more than happy to just get on a call with people and show them what we do, look at their business. You know, it costs you nothing to build a relationship and have time with someone, and that's what I'm always about. You know, I'm I'm definitely not one of these people that tries to sell them on something that they don't need. Uh, I'm more about what do you need in order to get you the results, and let's look at that. I love it. Secondary is... I, I'm a big believer of, of linking arms with people in this industry as well. So what I'm often really good at, Lou, and I think you'd be good at this as well, is connecting people. Now, I'm often on with my customers. A good example, I was just on a call very early this morning with a customer who's based in London uh, in the United in, you know, no, no, United Kingdom, and they're looking at doing land in the U.S. And he's like, you know, how do I set up a business and how do I get people to take my calls? And I was like, you know what, I've got you covered. I know anyone and everyone in this industry that can do everything for you uh, regardless of where you are. So, you know, I think it's really great that we, we've we all got networks and connections that we can share with each other. And that's how good business is done.
0: Perfect. How do so, they get I'm t- all
1: about relationships first and business second.
0: Alicia, how do they get in touch with you?
1: They can go to superchargeoffers.com and get in touch with us there. They can email me direct. So it's uh, Alicia, which is A-L-I.
0: Okay, perfect. Hey, thank you for joining us today. Let us know how you like the show.
1: All thank questions you, and
0: comments are welcome. The show is for the public and most importantly for real estate agents who do not have a source of land education. All of our shows can be found on our master website, www.letstalkland.net .net. Also on Spotify and Podbean. My email is lou l o u at mylandpro.com. My cell phone number is 336-669-1405 our company website is www.mylandpro.com. We'd like to thank our sponsors, landhub.com and Acre Value. Rodney, how do they get in touch with us here?
2: Well, Lou, they can go to our website, go to wkte 1090com and also they can download the simple radio app near us anywhere in the world, even in Australia.
0: No way. Even Melbourne? Yeah. Oh, wow. And we we play what here?
2: Only happy music.
0: We mean happy music?
2: Beach and Oldies.
0: Really? We won some awards?
2: Yes, eight years in a row being the top Beach and Oldies radio station. How about that?
0: Really? Yeah, really. Anywhere in the world.
2: Yeah, in the world.
0: And they can get the simple radio app.
2: Yes. And then go in, put in WKTE 1090, and it brings it right up, and you can add it to your favorites and hear happy music. And be happy all the time. I know.
0: Shada loves happy music. She falls asleep every time I play it. <laughs> but she's always happy. Yeah, And always. I am, too. Yeah. All right. You won a
2: nice award. Yeah, the Reader's Choice Announcer of the Year Award. Really? Really.
0: Where's the plaque?
2: It's I'm looking for idea. it. I'm looking for it.
0: Hey, anyway, hey, we'd like to thank everyone. We'll see you next week.